This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show, helping you build and enjoy the retirement you deserve. If you're looking for a better way to pursue your financial goals, the team at Hampshire Wealth Management is here to offer clear financial guidance to help you towards a more secure and successful future. Have a question for the team? Connect now at hwealth.org or call 720-706-8787. Now, Denver's Dollars and Cents on 630KHOW, Denver's talk station. And good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for getting up and listening and starting your day with us. I am Bill Seller, along with Troy and Lori Hampshire of Hampshire Wealth Management. Good morning, everybody. Good Good morning. morning. It's good to be here. Always. Bright and early. Yeah. Yeah. Things are going well, and uh, we got a lot of stuff to get to this week, guys. I mean, a lot of stuff has happened, or almost happened. Yes. <laughs> and then it didn't. Yeah. But, There's uh, a lot going on right now to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I always like to start with some good news, if we can. And uh, believe it or not, we're going to talk about how the IRS has some rare good news for retirees. That doesn't happen often. That's almost an oxymoron. Right. Good news from the IRS. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, how a, uh, a pop superstar left his family in a long legal battle over his multi-million dollar estate. So we're going to talk a little bit about the things that we can all learn from that. And also, if, if you're like a lot of folks uh, worried about your future taxes on your 401k savings, well, we're going to talk to Troy and Lori and figure out why we don't have to worry so much. And and uh, have you tried to fly anywhere lately and had your flight canceled or delayed? Well, it's because of a lot more than just COVID and the weather. And we're going to talk about what's going on there. And the January barometer, what is it, and can it help us really predict stock market performance? But before we get started today, guys, on the on the heavy stuff, I thought this was kind of cool. Uh, you know, because of the pandemic and the, the disasters that we've had around the country the last couple of years, blood supplies are at an all-time low, right? The Red Cross collecting mm-hmm. blood, it's a, they're, they're in a deep shortage. But Krispy Kreme announced that they're teaming up, and this ends on Monday, so if you get out this weekend to donate blood, that would be great where they're going to give anybody who donates blood a free original glazed dozen, not just a donut. Wait a minute. What? What? Thank you. Wow. Are they, wait a minute, are they doing it at their at their locations? I, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but you give blood, you get a dozen free original glazed Krispy Kreme. I Kreams. doubt if you give blood at the donut counter. <laughs> oh, well, I know it's kind of disgusting. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just wonder probably, how they work that situation. You probably take your, you know, I gave blood sticker receipt oh. or whatever over there. I mean, uh, I'm receipt? sure. Receipt? Do they have receipt I don't blood know. receipts? <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a bloody thumbprint. I don't know. Oh. But, uh, but it, it, it is a kind of a good deal because, you know, when we had a, a client event here, uh, about a month and a half ago, I went and got Krispy Kreme donuts. And Bill, I'm telling you, I hadn't been there in years. I, can donuts really be that expensive? It was like 40 bucks for a donut at Krispy Kreme. Uh, I don't know. Krispy Kreme can charge whatever they want. I was going to say, as soon as, I still light, bought them. as soon as that red light goes on, I don't care what they're asking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm there. True. I'm there. Yeah. So, again, this is, this is going to end Monday. So if you get a chance to give blood, which is nice. always a good thing. Hey, uh, at a- least. You get Positive a, bill. Yeah, you get some Krispy Kreme out of it this weekend. So just wanted to pass that on real quick. Is As we do get into the show, um, it, boy, it's it's not like this is news, but in today's world, life is a lot more complex and expensive than it was in the 50s and 60s. You can trust your car to the man who wears the star. The big I mean, as much as we'd like to think life is still that happy, uh, things are not going so well. According to the AAA, the national average for a gallon of gas is now $3.31, and 
Here's a shocker. California is charging more than anybody by hmm. about a dollar at 4.65 a gallon. And you know, we just look we see it everywhere, right? Inflation is everywhere we turn. How are how are you guys helping your clients keep up with this and and adjust to all of this that's happening recently? Okay, well, number one, Bill, I'm going to say, is it too early for me or what was that music ju- that you just played? <laughs> I'm serious. That it sounded like it was on. It's like a commercial from back in the fifties. That was like a a nineteen, I think, fifties or (laughs) sixties Texaco commercial. It sounded like the Little Men from Wizard of Oz were singing a tune or something. But they used to make all the commercials back in the day. Okay, well that's great. Good, good to know. So uh, you know, I was just realizing talking about inflation. I remember probably when I was early twenties, when I was just out on my own, so maybe nineteen twenty. And my mom told me the rule of thumb. In 1920, or you were 19 or 20? <laughs> I was 19, You're not 20, that old. 19 or 20 years old. <laughs> oh my God, maybe it is the morning. Coffee, please. Um, no, when she said the rule of thumb is when you go to the grocery store, it's about $10 per bag of food. Now, we it used to be they used to have the cardboard. They're not cardboard ones. What are, the, the paper Not the bags. plastic bags. The paper, paper bags, bags, yeah. When they used to have paper bags, so they were a little bit bigger than the plastic ones. But last weekend I was out and spent $255 and I had four of my big bags, which is probably about eight plastic bags, eight to 10. It's like between 25 and $30 per bag of groceries. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. Here's the head scratcher. All the kids are moved out of the house. What was 255 (laughs) bucks? By the way, this Uh. lovely co-host is my wife. So I, that's why I'm asking, really? $255, $255, we don't even have you kids in the do, house. You do not visit the grocery like I do. On purpose, by design. I know you're welcome. I'm just saying it's it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's the, Okay, that's my you know inflation story. And it took a turn, but... I will get us back on track a little bit. But, the, you know, this inflation thing is real. And, you know, earlier this month, uh, the markets uh, have uh, fallen into correction territory for the first time since 2018. And that spooks a lot of people. But let me just say that it is inflation-driven. That's what's going on right now. And you've got the headwinds, not just inflation, but you've got the Federal Reserve trying to create policy to keep inflation or bring inflation down. The bottom line is this. How does it affect folks that are in retirement or getting ready to transition into retirement. The fact is, Bill, if you retire today, the first 10 years in retirement, statistically, you and the wife are going to spend more money in retirement that first 10 years than you will, let's say, the second or third 10 years in retirement. Why is that? Well, that you're healthy. You're, uh, uh, you're attacking these goals and dreams and plans that you've been talking about and thinking about for the last 20 and 30 years, taking that trip or you know, buying the cabin up in the mountains or moving closer to, you know, the kids and grandkids, whatever it may be, but you're more active, right? That first 10 years in retirement and hence folks spend more money during that first 10 years statistically. But now it's a little bit different, right? That cost is much higher today than it was even two years ago. We talk about inflation at six to 7% right now, but that's across the board. There are sectors that are in double-digit 
inflations. We've got home prices, double-digit inflation. We've got automobile prices, fuel prices, food prices, and a lot of these sectors. So it's really become a challenge for folks that are getting ready to transition into retirement. So what are the inflation risks uh, to those of you that are planning for retirement? First of all, portfolio uncertainty. Hey, when inflation is high, it also has an effect on the equities or the companies that we own stock in, right? So it may hamper their bottom lines, which can reduce the returns on our overall portfolio. So portfolio uncertainty. The Fed responses. I can, and I don't mean to say this to scare anybody, but if the Fed doesn't get it right, it could really have a negative impact going forward. They've really got to get this thing right. And what what happened earlier this month when they came out and released the minutes from their December meeting about tapering the bond buying, which is less liquidity in the market, and increasing interest rates going forward, all of a sudden, whoa, what's going on? And there's this big sell-off in the market that takes us into correction territory. The good news is we know why we're in correction territory. It's just inflation. But folks that are preparing for retirement need to make sure that they take this very important component into consideration with their plans, inflation planning. The solution is minimizing the risk that is tied to the money that has to produce income in retirement. You cannot, should not be taking an overabundance of risk with money that needs to create retirement income now. And, you know, the best way to find out if you're taking that risk is to give the folks at Hampshire Wealth Management a call at 720-706-8787. It's 720-706-8787. Get your free financial review done as soon as you can. Because, boy, there's nothing like peace of mind when it comes to retirement and the money that you've put away. And, you know, Troy, you were talking about the the Fed and, you know, talking about raising mm-hmm. interest rates, possibly three or four times this year. And we mm-hmm. we know that that kind of had a, an effect on things earlier in the week. But what will happen to the stock market moving forward when those interest rates do rise? Well, iCapital Chief Investment Strategist Anastasia Amoroso did some digging into the past. And, and here's what she told Yahoo Finance. We looked at the three months before the rate hike, and the three months after the first rate hike over the last three or four rate hiking cycles. And we find that within that bracket of six months, the markets kind of do nothing. There's just a lot of choppiness uh, back and forth. But if you look at the 12 months after the rate hike, you do tend to have positive average returns. But to your point and to the point that we wrote in our outlook about is those returns are not double digits. They're somewhere in the six to 10% range. And that's really our expectation for this year as well. And those are decent returns despite rate hikes. And, you know, while on the surface, that sounds like good news, is it? I think that, well, let me just say that our stance as of right now, if we assume three to five rate hikes, I don't think it'll be five. I personally don't think it'll be four. But let's just say that we get four rate hikes this year. We're still going to be at historically low interest rate environment number one. And number two, it typically takes 12 months after the Federal Reserve raises interest rates. It usually takes about 12 months, as you heard on that uh, little clip there, before we really see the effects of that interest rate hike. Because at the end of the day, raising interest rates all boils down to one thing, the cost of borrowing money. And so they're trying to temper consumer spending right now by raising interest rates. But 
our outlook still for this year, uh, as things sit right now, and this could change, is 8 to 10% higher in the overall equities market by the end of 2022. And that's right in line with the clip that, that Bill, you just played, which the first six months is a little choppy. That's because of the unknown and uncertainty on Wall Street. Those are the two things Wall Street hates most, uncertainty and surprises. And so, you know, this serves up a good portion of both of those things. So I think things will remain choppy. However, our fundamentals are strong. This pullback in the market, this recent correction is because of inflation and the Federal Reserve not knowing how they're going to handle this issue. Because we have a strong fundamental foundation in the United States and globally, I think that by the end of the year, we're going to see somewhere between an 8 and 10% increase. Now, I, I just want to jump in, if you don't mind, as a, just because I don't understand all the language. But pull Me back, neither. <laughs> Pullback correction. Is there, are there differences? Is, is one more extreme than the other? To people listening and, and worrying about their retirement money, are those buzzwords we should really know more about? Yeah, and that's a really good question. So I, I apologize for just throwing these things out. Laura usually throws something at me and says, dumb it down. Uh, but no, a pullback is referred to as a market decline across the board of somewhere between 5 and 10%. And pullbacks are usually uh, driven by a recent news or recent headlines that uh, are quick to show up and quick to leave, Okay. So we had a pullback in uh, the third quarter of 2019 when Congress was fighting about uh, the debt ceiling, for example. That came and that went. They solved it. They put a Band-Aid on it. And uh, in very short order, that pullback uh, of, I think it was uh, 9%, was erased. A correction is when we get between the uh, 10 and 20% market decline, 10 and 20% then we're into correction territory and that's where the markets were uh, recently were in correction territory so correction territory traditionally they will last about four months and it takes about that much time to kind of get back but if we fast forward from those corrections over the period of a year uh, we historically more than make up for that and rebound from that corrections are not long-term Corrections don't lead to recessions, but crashes do. So corrections are uh, things that, again, in this one, for example, that, that we recently entered into is caused by inflation in the Federal Reserve. Those are the two big drivers there. And in fact, by the way, the number one uh, worry on the minds of Americans today is not COVID in a recent poll. It's not COVID, it is inflation. And so because of that, that's the driver of this. So now that we know what the driver of this recent correction is, we know that it's not going to last. It, inflation may last for a while, but we're going to handle it. The Federal Reserve, hopefully they handle it properly. But I, I see our fundamentals are strong, Bill. And then of course, a crash is when we are over 20% like we had in 2008 with the subprime mortgage right. crisis. And in 2020, when we were down over 30% uh, from the pandemic. So right. I'm just going to interject here and say, for all you listeners, 
this is my husband, and he gets so excited about this stuff. It's hard to slow <laughs> I don't know him that down I would sometimes. Say excited. So excited. I'm telling everybody, you just like, you, if I, could, I can't slow you down or tell you to dumb it down because you're just so excited about what you do. It's just kind of weird. Just saying. Like, I don't even know how you know so much stuff because I live with you. I work with you. I am around you really literally 80% of the time. I think he gets up in the middle of the night and just reads stuff. <laughs> think I think that's what's happening. So, Because I can't keep up either, Bill. So that's uh, uh, that's my husband. No comment. On well, that, that's why that's but, why uh, the <laughs> folks at Hampshire Wealth Management are the ones to call when it comes to planning for your retirement. The number again is 720-706-8787. 720-706-8787. That free financial review is waiting for you. Get it done as soon as you can. Make sure that the plan that you have in place, first of all, is an actual retirement plan and that it's going to work for you the best way it can as you get into your retirement years when things like this pop up, when, when inflation goes up, healthcare costs affect you, tax changes, mm-hmm. right? All that stuff that's going to affect your money that you work so hard to put away. Now is the time to find out that your plan is as sturdy as it can be. So get it stress tested with that free financial review. 720-706-8787. And uh, speaking of taxes and the IRS, here, here's a pop quiz for you guys. Uh, when was the last time the IRS had good news for us? Well, the last time they readjusted the life expectancy tables, I think that was almost 20 years ago. Then we're due for some more. It sounds yes. like they uh, they have some for retirees this year when it comes to RMDs. They have now updated how much you're required to withdraw from those tax-deferred retirement accounts starting at age 72. And that means that now you can keep more money in that account longer thanks to lower required minimum distributions. While this also sounds good, is it good news? All right, before I let Troy answer that, because I, <laughs> this is what I deal with, I think the first part of uh, every year in January is RMDs. I Our clients call us, even if they've been taking RMDs for the past six, seven years, um, and then it's on to taxes. That's where I go in February. But what is an RMD? It seems basic to some people, but for a lot of us, it's it's uh, it's something that gets overlooked. What is an RMD? It's a required minimum dis- distribution from an individual retirement account or something ha- that has not been taxed yet. You have to take it at 72 years old. So if you have uh, an account, like maybe it was an old 401k or if it's a current IRA, it's just sitting there. And if you are 72 this year, or if you're older than that and have never touched it, well, you probably want to um, dig into that account here sooner than later. But the IRS wants that money, they, they want their money. So it needs to be taxed at some point. So it's 72 years old. It used to be 70 and a half, but now it's for the past two years, it's if you're 72 or if you're 72 this year, you have until December 31st to take out a portion of that money. It's not for your benefit. It's only for the nice little Uncle Sam. For the purpose of paying taxes on it. it. That's all. That's all it is. So it's a required minimum distribution that you must take. It's a factor. Troy, you can talk talk about it, but it is, um, it's something that everybody has to take for a tax-qualified account. Yeah. So is it good news, you asked, Bill? Well, I, I suppose it just depends. Uh, for those folks that are only taking distributions as they are required over the age of 72, and they would rather not take them just for the purpose of paying taxes for those folks, yeah, it's good news, right? 
but it's also simply just kicking the can down the road. There really isn't any bad news on this front because if you need to take money, once you're over 59 and a half, you can take as much as you want from your pre-tax account, your IRAs and 401ks, etc. But it's really a tax issue uh, at its core. Not an RMD or an IRA issue. It's about taxes. And so, you know, those folks that are uh, 72 this year, hey, happy birthday. But at the end of the day, you have to take that distribution. Now, this is the first time that they've recalculated, Bill, the life expectancies. You'd think they would do it more frequently than once every 20 years, but they have done that. And what that's done is they've bumped the life expectancy from 84-ish to age 86. And so that has decreased the amounts that we have to take at each individual age out of our IRAs just for the purpose of paying taxes on it. So when you are getting ready to retire, yeah, you may be well younger than age 72, but I would strongly suggest working with an advisor who takes taxes and tax planning into consideration because there are things, Bill, that individuals can do besides just kicking the can down the road on taxes because at the end of the day well let me ask you this if you had to guess one way or another would you guess that in five years and in 10 years taxes will be higher or lower than they are today what do you think i'm always going uh, i'm going with the over yeah i mean common sense and history tells us that right right and especially with the amount of money that the federal government has doled out since the beginning of this pandemic. I mean, we had a spending problem before, <laughs> right? I mean, we had a massive spending problem. Now we've got a gigantic problem. I mean, I'm not saying that it wasn't necessary. I'm not saying that at all. But when they send checks to your mailboxes because of the pandemic, and when they extend all of these benefits for folks for a year and 18 months and two years, this stuff is getting paid for by somebody somewhere. It's not free. And when you've got 10,000 folks turning 65 in this country every day, the government knows how much money is in these retirement accounts and they want their cut. They do. That's a big piece of what is earmarked to pay for all of this spending. And so folks that are getting ready to retire, the best advice that I can give is work with a fiduciary, work with a uh, an investment advisor that understands taxes and that understands tax planning. Because if you do, you'll thank yourself for doing it. Because now all of a sudden you can discuss strategies instead of just kick the can down the road of maybe converting some of these pre-tax accounts to Roth IRAs. Is that a good fit for you? For some it is. But you won't know unless you're sitting down with the right professional. And that's one of the things that we really focus in on, Bill, with our clients. And that's why you want to call them. <laughs> it's pretty simple, folks. Hampshire Wealth Management, there's somebody from the team standing by right now to talk with you off the air. And the number again is 720-706-8787. 720-706-8787. As a matter of fact, when you call today... 
and you set up this appointment, we're going to get you a copy of the book that Troy and Lori wrote. It's called Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? I love the title. <laughs> Income Planning for Real People Using Dollars and Cents. And this is a great book you guys put together. And I think it's a great asset for anybody to read. It's, you know, it's one of those things that we, we honed in on the income and we talked about every other piece of the retirement planning process. But why did we hone in on income? Hey, if you had to put every single thing that was important in retirement under a want or a need column, which column would sufficient income fall under? Probably need. Need. That's, but, but that's one of the pieces that is hard to perfect and tackle going into retirement, and that's what we specialize on. And the book really hits home. And on one more thing. Everybody listening, it is free. We had one sweet caller call in last weekend, and she offered to pay for it, which was very, very nice, but we won't take your money. We deferred that $500 cost. <laughs> Wait, it's only $10 on Amazon. Never All right. <laughs> Don't listen to Troy. It is free, but just give it us is. a call. It is. That's right. Either way, you want to give him a call at 720-706-8787. Coming up, what's the January barometer, and can it help us predict the stock market performance moving forward? and why you might run into more flight delays in the future, which has nothing to do with the pandemic or the weather. We're going to talk about that and some other stuff right here on Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. Want more lessons on how to reach your financial goals? Connect online at hwealth.org. Or talk to our team members now at 720-706-8787. That's 720-706-8787. This is Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. It's your love. It just does something to me. It sends a shock right through me. I can't get enough. Welcome back to Denver's Dollars and Cents Radio Show. I am Bill Seller along with... Troy and Lori Hampshire of Hampshire Wealth Management. And you know, here's a little peek behind the curtain, everybody. We get the show, we, we get it written, we put it together, and, and we have these segments built out. This was supposed to be near the end, but Lori was like, no, 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 play Tim and Faith, play Tim and Faith. <laughs> it's your love. And of course, She always gets what she wants. <laughs> well, it's more, it's more about because of what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Have, are you watching this? Okay, no. So, well, tell them, go ahead and tell them what you're talking well, about, and so, then I'll. So, as we all know, Tim and Faith are a Nashville super couple, right? They've been married for right. over 25 years. And now, for the first time, they're starring in a TV show together, which is actually the prequel to the hit show Yellowstone. Now, I, I, mm-hmm. my wife and I, we haven't missed an episode of Yellowstone. And we have Paramount Plus, so we started watching 1883. They're fantastic in this thing. Troy and I just picked up this Yellowstone like uh, two weeks ago or something. Well, that's embarrassing because we're already like halfway through season, season three. three. Wow. <laughs> so I've never yeah. binged anything except for this. I don't like all the killing and stuff, but it's really good. I mean, I really like it. it I like is how really, it's, We were tired of hearing every single person we know say, everybody. oh, my gosh, the, the new Yellowstone episodes are coming out. Have you guys watched it? No. <laughs> no. No, I'm not a Western so, person. I don't like the Western. I love, I love country music. I hate Western yeah, stuff. Yeah, but the great thing about Yellowstone good. is that it's not really a Western thing, right? It's about not really. living no. today in Montana and all that. But yeah. Now, 1883 is. So you know. Tim McGraw plays the character of 
Kevin Costner's father? No, I think. Probably great grandfather. I think it's his great grandfather. Grandfather. His great grandfather. I believe, I believe that's where it is. 1883 oh, I suppose, yeah. versus yeah. now is yeah. a long time yeah, ago. Probably, probably great grandfather. <laughs> Troy, do the calculation. So, right. I missed the math on that one. That's okay. Right. That's not the math we count on you for. So Thanks that for that good. clarification. Hey, speaking of clarifications, I think we need to clarify something. Sorry, everybody who's been looking up to get something, you know, a Krispy Kreme, you know, 12 pack. Because apparently, we didn't know this. Logan's here. He was uh, searching this stuff up. So excited to get his first blood draw just to go get some Krispy Kremes for free. And he found out there's nowhere in Colorado to do it. So, so sorry. If you were listening to the beginning of the show. You're going to have to pay for your uh, Krispy Kremes now. So sorry. So before the break, we had mentioned uh, this huge, long, drawn-out estate battle for a superstar. Well, that famous superstar was the Incredible Prince. And... You know, when he died in 2016, he didn't have a will. And this left his heirs with a long, expensive legal fight. Bottom line is they finally come to a settlement, but tens of millions of dollars are going to go to attorneys and the tax man. And I I imagine that could have all been avoided with good estate planning, right? No, not at all. With some (laughs) basic estate planning. Uh, Lori, did you have something on this? Well, I... Yes. But you go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Listen, first off, let me just start by saying, if your advisor is not discussing your estate plan with you, it's likely you are working with what I call a one-dimensional advisor. The reason I say that is because an estate plan is part of a solid financial plan. They really go hand in hand. And unfortunately, over the last couple of decades, we've seen too many times folks have worked very, very hard their whole lives to save and accumulate a legacy for their loved ones, but they did not have the estate plan in order and it did not turn out the way that they had assumed that it would turn out. So an estate plan, it's something that's easy to procrastinate on. I mean, look, Prince, he had a, a an estate worth, what, Bill, 150-some-odd million dollars. Yeah, it was right? crazy, yes. And he even procrastinated on this estate plan. Listen, you don't need one until you need one, right? Mm-hmm. Until you pass. And we don't know when that's going to be. We don't know what the expiration date is going to be. And so if you work with an advisor who doesn't just craft tailor-made financial plans – but also estate plans, they really do go hand in hand together. It's so important because folks worry about things like probate. They worry about things like taxes, spendthrift protection. And I can tell you, Bill, right now, yeah, the government is going to get a lot just because of the size of Prince's estate, 150 odd million dollars. There's no way to avoid, to avoid that taxation. But the unfortunate part is those attorneys are getting tens of millions of dollars that did not have to happen with the proper estate plan in place. We start with a basic will. There's, I, I know there's folks listening right now that have been saying, yeah, we need to get that done, right? But we, should we go online and do it? Should we uh, do it ourselves? Should we go find an attorney? What should we do? Or do we need a trust? My next door neighbor has a trust and they said, you need a trust. A trust is not for everybody, but it has very important scenarios where it is a fit. It is a priority to have a trust. If you don't need one, you don't need one, but you do need a will. 
your powers of attorney, etc., that will take care of, in many cases, the majority of probate, the cost, the delays, the publicity of the probate process can be avoided with just being proactive and working with the right team that will make sure that your estate plan coincides with your financial plan then that really prevents these future mistakes. Maybe you don't have $150 million, but you've worked hard for what you have, and you want to make sure that you can control the distribution and that the majority of your nest egg does not go to Uncle Sam and the attorneys. And you can do that simply by making sure that you have a solid estate plan. You know what? And I will say, nobody likes to think about this, right? It's like thinking about you're going to die at some point. It's, it sometimes takes, takes a trigger for people to actually do this stuff. And uh, maybe somebody you know dies or something, and that makes you want to go in and, and get something like this done. Hey, we understand that's not fun either. It's just not fun to have to think about what your longevity may or may not be. So it is a real thing. But even not only wills and trusts, I will say, I'm going to I'm gonna name them a different name. Um, I'm going to call them Bob and Dorothy. We used to have some cli- clients years and years ago. Um, and he had, he had on one of his annuities, it was, they were joint owners. And usually people come to us when they want something changed on any of their papers or beneficiaries or ownership changes and stuff. Well, he did not. I assume it was because he was taking money out of this and he didn't want her signature. He wasn't the greatest person, I'm just going to say. Um, but Dorothy, great person. And when he died, he passed away, and Dorothy gave us a call. And I went down there several times to her house to you know, figure her stuff out. Well, what he had done was they were joint owners, and their three daughters were all joint beneficiaries, contingent beneficiaries, okay, right? So either one of them died. The other one gets the money and then it goes to their three daughters. Well, when he took her off as joint uh, oh, no. owner, that left her out in the dust and they were still the three beneficiaries. So he dies. The three girls gets all of their money. Whether really. or not they wanted to, it must be yep. distributed to the uh-huh. named beneficiaries. And two of the daughters gave the mom the money back. One did not. It was just a mess. So you have to be careful with beneficiaries, how you name things, and and do stuff with purpose if you're going to be changing things. It's just really, estate planning can be a messy, messy, messy thing unless it's done without sometimes supervision and some purpose. And, and that's why you need to have somebody that can help you understand how all of this works. And calling Hampshire Wealth Management is the first step in understanding that process. So give them a call, 720-706-8787. That's how you get in touch with the team at Hampshire Wealth Management, 720-706-8787. So I've heard the expression, uh, the January barometer. And again, president of the, you know, I don't know what I really don't know club. So I'm going to ask you guys. (laughs) It's kind of an old saying, right? And on Wall Street, as goes January, so goes the year. Uh, The Stock Traders Almanac actually says that the January barometer has been right nearly 85% of the time. But what do you guys think? Should, Should we pay attention to seasonal trends like this? Well, let me start with what it is. So it's the January barometer suggests that if the stock market rises during the first month of the year, further gains uh, are going to be in store for the next 11 months. And you're right. Since 1950, the January barometer has been right 84.5% of the time, according to the Trader's Almanac. I respect the Almanac. I'll say that. However, I will say that 
Uh, for those of you listening, here's some good news. Not all of these statistics are guaranteed to play out. Boy, I've heard so many things. For example, you know, the year in years that uh, the AFC wins the Super Bowl, the market tends to do X, Y, Z. If the NFC wins the Super Bowl, however, this tends to happen in the market. So those things aren't always guaranteed. Plus, I was born and raised in Nebraska. I know what a farmer's almanac is. Okay, <laughs> He wrote it. And, and I can tell you, they're not always take it to the bank. So right now, the important thing is we help clients navigate these tricky markets. And, you know, back in 2016, I believe it was 2016, going off memory here, where we had, at that time, it was the worst start to a year ever, right? And was the Almanac right? Not so fast. But this one is a little bit different in how it feels and what's driving it. First of all, it was born out of this pandemic, right? So everything that's happening right now is really a domino effect from the pandemic that started back really in February, March of 2020 almost two years ago. So knowing that, the Almanac has no way of putting accurate predictors out there based on a pandemic that is not predictable, number one. Number two, this correction that we entered into recently uh, that we're talking about the January barometer because of is led by inflation. And this rising inflation to uh, levels we haven't experienced in 40 years is somewhat unprecedented in many of our lives, right? Or recent memory for sure. And so corrections are normal, folks. They are normal. But this one being led by inflation, we understand what's driving it. We understand what it's going to take to bring it back down. We understand those things, but we also can look beyond the causes of this 7% and higher inflation and say our fundamentals are strong. We have a strong consumer out there right now. The demand is high. Yes, we've got some issues in the labor markets, in, in the workforce. We've got supply chain issues. We know what's, what's happening. This is not a 2008 when we were broadsided by the subprime mortgage debacle. This is not that. So I still, our portfolio team at Gradient Investments, as well as myself, I seem to think that because our fundamentals are strong by the end of the year, we should be somewhere between 8 and 10% higher than where we started the year. Well, that sounds like good news. Well, you know, there's a lot of wait and see, but I think a lot of it, uh, Bill, really hinges on how the Federal Reserve handles this. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Biden uh, recently... Uh, appointed Powell to a second term as Fed chairman. And, you know, it's not an exact science. It's economics. There's science to it. There's math to it. But it's not exact. So they've got to get this right. A lot of this is hinging on will the feds get this right? In other words, they're saying three, no four, no five interest rate hikes. I don't think we're going to see uh, five, maybe four at the most, but those typically take a year out to really measure the effects of. And we're still right. going, if we have three, Bill, if we have three to four interest rate hikes this year, we're still going to end the year at historically low interest rate uh, environment. That's the facts. So, you know, a lot of this is 
we don't want the Fed to do too much too quickly. And therein lies sort of the sweet spot, if you will, for the Federal Reserve to get this thing right. If they get this right, we're going to be just fine well, and that, because our so fundamentals true. are strong. Because, you know, interest rates have been so low for so long, we're all spoiled. That's right. So you're right. Even if they do go up three or four times, they're not going to be anything like we saw 25, 30 years ago. One of the other things you mentioned, Troy, was the, the labor force. And, you know, mm-hmm. the, which is causing problems in restaurants and supply chains. But, you know, one of the places that's really starting to affect it is traveling, especially if you're trying to fly. You know, flights are getting mm-hmm. canceled or delayed all over the country. And it turns out it's not just COVID or weather that, that's causing those delays. Airline analyst Helene Becker said there's a pilot shortage. And she told Yahoo Finance that it's only going to get worse. We have all these pilots who came on staff in the 1980s and they're approaching 65. And I don't know if people are aware, but mandatory retirement age for pilots is 65. And that's not a surprise. You know the day you're going to turn 65. Everybody knows that day. And um, many pilots will retire between 62 and 63 anyway. Yeah, so she estimates that airlines are going to have to hire as many as 40,000 new pilots to replace them in the next decade. Uh, this is kind of happening everywhere because of the boomers, right? Where They're getting close to retirement. What other industries do you think are going to be affected by this retirement age? Well, wait, before you answer, Troy, I got to say something because you're, you're talking about the airline industry. And I realized as you were talking in the last segment you are like my flight attendant. What? So, right? Okay, you know, I hate Do flying. tell. I, I'm not <laughs> a good flyer. I, it's, it gives me anxiety and a little stress. So, a long time ago, somebody said on the, you know, on the turbulence and stuff, just pick out a flight attendant and watch them because if they're okay, then you're going to be okay. Now, if they're freaking out, probably freak out. But you're just so calm and you're like oh, the flight attendant, you know, when there's turbulence in the market, just listening to you talk, it's like everything's going to be okay. It's just, it's nice to get that reassurance. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who have been looking at this t- these times and going, is it up? Is it down? And freaking out and stuff. So you're like the flight attendant for financial services. <laughs> That's my two cents for the day. Yeah. The only thing lacking is the uniform. Um, but but <laughs> you thank you. But you, you know what? At the end of the day, I'm glad you brought that up. That's our job is we take the facts and we take what's really happening and we turn that into information and education that our clients can understand and absorb. Because listen, throughout history, always has been, always will be. There's always gonna be that camp that's predicting that we are this close to the end of the world. Every, our markets are gonna collapse, buy all our gold today, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's always, and then you've got the ones that are, we're getting ready to all time highs again. It's not about that. Typically, those messages are coming from folks that uh, they've, they've got their own agenda right? Buy my gold, do this, invest in that. At the end of the day, you just have to sit back and process the information. And listen, corrections are normal. They're normal. What does correction mean? It corrects course. When we get moving so fast, especially since the beginning of this pandemic, right? We were down over 30%, almost overnight. It felt like overnight, right? And we're captive to our TV, stay-at-home orders. We're just watching the bloodbath play out. 
But then all of a sudden we get this record rebound, right? Nobody's predicting that, but it happened. And so point being is that we have to process this information. And when you have a long-term plan that is right for you, you're not going to lose sleep when these things happen. Corrections get us back on course. When we have a rebound that quick, it's easy for things to get maybe in some sectors a little overvalued or overpurchased. And when do we take profits? And, you know, this stuff is happening right now. It's not the end of the world. Our fundamentals are strong. But, you know, Bill, you asked, what other industries is this uh, affecting? You know, we talked, I think, Bill, it was last week or the week before about the great resignation. Folks are retiring and leaving the workforce by choice, right? But it's really affecting things like the travel industry, airline pilots. Now, of course, they're one of the few. They have a forced retirement age at age 65. And uh, back in the 80s, when we had this big influx of pilots, uh, as the clip just uh, alluded to, they're turning 65, uh, a lot of them frequently and so how are we going to replace these pilots but it's also nurses teachers doctors uh you know uh, critical care workers we have a uh, many many clients that were planning on working a bill another year two years or five years or seven years and they said you know what with what's going on now we have our affairs in order our plans in place we can afford to retire so we're going to so it is going to cause uh it's going to have a a, a an effect on a lot of our everyday lives because the the travel industry, the medical industry, the education uh, industry, all of these things are going to be affected for sure. So the folks that are not financially prepared for retirement, they're just holding steady. They're hoping and searching for an exit strategy. It's okay if you're not yet retired, but you're thinking about joining that great resignation Hey, sit down in front of a fiduciary. Your future is too important not to take that step and get organized and get that peace of mind. Yeah, you know what? I can afford to retire if I want to instead of using hope uh, as a financial plan. Uh, yeah, I'm, we're seeing that a lot, especially, as you said, in the, the critical care areas, right? Nurses, doctors, they're just right. they're, they're at their wits end. They're burned out because of, of the last two years. And they so are. it's going to be a situation that none of us are going to be happy with. And I'm sorry to see folks like that going through that. But if you are, if you're thinking about retiring sooner than you wanted to or than you had planned on it, this is why that call to the Hampshire Wealth Management folks is one of the most important things you can do today. 720-706-8787 is their number. Also, when you call today and you set up that appointment for your free financial review, which covers your retirement plan First of all, step one is, is it really a retirement plan? Because, you know, I know folks come in mm-hmm. sometimes and go, well, here's what I've been doing, and I've got this in a sock and something under a mattress. And <laughs> right. you got, wait, that's not a plan. And you guys help explain it to them, right? That's right. The team at Hampshire Wealth Management will go over your retirement plan step by step and make sure that you are set to go through your retirement years. Is your risk versus return where it needs to be right now? Are you ready for things like inflation? 
tax changes, rising health care. So give them a call at 720-706-8787. And when you call today to set that appointment, you're also going to get a copy of the, the great book, Whose Retirement Is It Anyway? Income Planning for Real People Using Dollars and Cents. It's a book that Troy and Lori wrote. And uh, again, it's free. You set up that appointment, we'll make sure that we, uh, we get you a copy. And Bill, if I can also just add in there, when we're talking about folks that are considering leaving the workforce or retiring or changing jobs, many of those individuals have 401ks, and it's important not to leave the 401k out of this conversation. Uh, because for many individuals, it represents one of their single biggest assets. What do I do with this 401k? First of all, if you're changing jobs, once you leave that employer, all of the benefits of being in that plan are now gone. Okay, they're gone. You're still paying the plan expenses, but those are gone. And if you are over the age of 59 and a half and you are not yet retired, there is something called an in-service distribution with most employers. If you're over 59 and a half and you're still working and you're worried about the performance in that 401k, give us a call because we specialize in what's known as an in-service distribution. This is where you can roll over for no cost. You can roll over your 401k into a professionally managed IRA account. And now all of a sudden it opens up the investing universe. It's being professionally managed and you know what's happening with that account. It's not just, well, I'll go ahead and park it in this mutual fund that's available in my plan. So that's available for you folks that are over the age of 59 and a half. If you have an old 401k that's still sitting with the old uh, sponsor, plan sponsor, I urge you, if you have an advisor, call them. If you don't, give us a call. The benefits of being in that plan are now gone. You're no longer contributing. You're getting no matching, but you're paying the plan fees and you're still restricted to those investment options. So if you've changed jobs or are changing jobs, certainly consider the value of rolling over that 401k for sure. You know, we talked about it last week. Managing that 401k is very important, and we specialize in that area. This is why I love getting together, because every week I leave here feeling like I've learned something. And, and Me too, Bill. You know, it, it's amazing the, the things that we don't know when we head into retirement and why it's so important to have folks like you on our side to help us get through it. Thank you so much. I look forward to talking with you guys again next week. Have a great Sounds week. Good. Let me give you the phone number one more time, 720-706-8787. If you have questions about anything you heard on the show today or about your retirement planning, that's the number to call. As always, thank you so much for listening. We couldn't do this without you. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Dollars and Cents Radio Show. Investment advisory services offered through Hampshire Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the states of Colorado and Arizona. Insurance products and services offered through Hampshire Group Incorporated. Hampshire Wealth Management, LLC, and Hampshire Group Incorporated are affiliated companies. In the last couple of years, it's amazing to think how quickly things have changed. Rising inflation, employers are desperately seeking people who want to work, while millions are leaving the workforce. Supply chain issues continue, and Congress keeps spending money and bickering about how to pay for it all. 
At Hampshire Wealth Management, Troy, Lori, and their team want to know, what's changed in your world and what are your goals moving forward? They want to help you figure out how to keep the same lifestyle you've enjoyed for years in retirement. How to reduce your future taxes as much as possible. And if it's time for you to retire a little early, they want to give you the answers you need to make it happen. Schedule your complimentary financial review now at 720-706-8787. That's 720-706-8787 or at hwealth.org.